What it do, DMV, episode 23 of Chirpin' DMV. It is Friday. It is game day. Kyle, who's that guy that the uh, Rangers drafted that's coming into town? Talking about Panarin? No. <laughs> Capo Caco, dummy. Almost Say the it. name. Almost got it. Capo Caco. There it is. So, like we said, episode 23, it's Friday. We have a jam-packed episode for you guys. we got an interview coming up later with our boy, Queese, Master Queese, Marquise Cotton from the Gonzaga program. But before we do all that, let's uh, go around the table, say what's up to the boys. KP, AB, what's happening? I'd ask you how your weekend was, but we all just got back from Vegas. Yeah, great time. Uh, won some money, lost some money, drank mainly, some beer. Mainly lost some money. What would you lose your money yeah. on? Uh, sports. See. Sports gambling. Games. Uh, I actually won a little bit on blackjack, then lost it on the ponies. Uh, Feeney had us riding ponies all weekend. I yeah, know. I, I think we all did pretty well on the ponies. We I did pretty well at the ponies. Six hundred dollar hit. Oh uh, yeah, well you guys bet big money. Couple I'm parlays fuck over here. <laughs> couple parlays. Also couple hit days. a uh, Washington Nationals under game hit two. Game of the two NLTS. hit the under and Nationals um, spread. I think they were plus one and a half that game. No, they were minus, minus a half a point half. Yeah. in game two. Yeah. Scherzer pitching. We'll get to all that. We'll talk Nats baseball at the end of the episode. This guy's betting cards over here on game one. Yeah, yeah he did bet one. cards game one. That's an emotional hedge there for right. you fans that don't know what that is out there. You're just going to bet against the team you love, and uh, when your team situation. loses, you're in a win-win situation. You're either winning money or the boys are winning the game. Sorry about that. Um, got some vodka going down my throat as we speak. <laughs> hey, it's only pick, Wednesday. I'm starting to feel a little better at this point. We got home at like 2 a.m., Sunday night, struggled to get to work Monday. Yeah, yeah, that was brutal. And then, uh, but nonetheless, I, to, I got to leave early and go to the Caps game. Maybe did go to the Caps game. We'll talk about that when we get to the Caps later on as well. That was a uh, probably a cool game. Well, not cool game because we got the shit kicked out of us. Yeah, that's but up. yeah, overall good weekend. Uh, like we said, our buddy's bachelor party. Um, ooh, Taco Bell. So me oh. and AB and our other buddy fly out Thursday night. Don't have our room till Friday morning, which usually a hotel you can't check until what earliest eleven. Yeah, so we like oh we'll land it. We land at like midnight, twelve thirty. We'll just hit it hard, full throttle, and see how she goes. And it hit like four thirty five a.m. and we were pent up at the uh, the Taco Bell on the Strip, half asleep drinking uh, Baja Blast tequila drinks. Uh huh. On the couch, we're like, dude, fuck it. We gotta walk over to this hotel and see what's good. We walk over and they're like. Yeah, we'll get your room. It's all good. And we're like, praise Sweet. the fucking Lord, baby. Let's go nap for three hours until the boys land, and we're good to go. Yeah, so. definitely that hotel came in clutch for you guys. Oh, yeah. That would have been brutal. We would have been sleeping at the sports book or at that Taco Bell, honestly. We thought about the sports book, yeah. <laughs> it was comfy. And we thought about the uh, Taco Bell. Oh, you like my jersey? No, I'm saying we should mention that. The Nats getting the uh, Yeah, the we're going to the World Series. Birth. but going well, the World Series, baby. Yeah, World Series bound. Uh, clean sweep. I uh, figured we hit the end of the episode with a good... 20, 30 minutes of Nats talk, baby, because we can get into it. But let's good. get into some hockey. Um, we're going to redo it. We tried it last week. It sounded like shit. Uh, but we are back in our studio, actually. We're not handheld recording. We're back in our studio. Mics, headphones, mixers, laptops, you name it. Uh, we got it. It sounded crisp and clean. So let's give it another try at this and um, see what happens. Ooh, there we go, baby. Why don't you let that beat build? And we're off. The Caps soar to Nashville and meet the Preds, who are on the prowl. Ov sits in his office nine to five as he tucks two against the Pekka Knight, but Holpe had no goal line defense as the Preds put up a touchdown. Caps lose six five. 
And up next, the Dallas Stars. Caps looking for some revenge against Billman Stars here. Top line Tom getting the first goal on a power play, followed by John Carlson and Evgeny Kuznetsov again on the power play going up three to nothing. Stars get one a little late on a good wraparound goal. OV ends the game with a nice backhand empty netter. Bingo, Berkey and Groovy come back to DC as Caps fans chanted, we love Andre. And while distracted by his baby face, Caps fans are unaware that the only natural disaster worse than an avalanche is a Braden Hopi starting net. He lets in three on three shots and an avalanche bigger than a koozie hotel nose pile buries the Caps. Abs win 6-3. The generals send their troops out to sea as they hunt down the whalers. The Whalers catch one at one Orca, but Richmond puts an end to that. The Generals take three out of four from Hampton. George Mason with a huge weekend taking the game, team above 500. Smith Show with four goals, followed up by Trevor Mack with a nice three-goal performance. The Colonials would cross the Pennsylvania border following the steps of their forefather George in 1789 and would reign residency of the President's House after dismantling the Martyrs and the Hawks for a weekend sweep. GW moves to 4-1 and one and number 6 in the power rankings. And Liberty continues to heat up as they dust off the ashes from their broomsticks. Still straight fire at 7-0. Navy D1 beats College New... New Jersey and Penn State Burks. 3-1 over College of New Jersey and 8-2 win over Penn State. The Lady Terps would celebrate all weekend with zombie kids screaming, I like titles, 19 times. Once for every goal scored on the Greyhounds and Tigers en route to a weekend sleep. Lady Terps take number one in their division like, whoa. And we were like, whoa. And they were like, whoa. As their opponents get washed worse than Marlin in the EAC. Where's Nemo? All right, that'll do it, baby. Uh, scoreboard recap, scoreboard rundown for the week. A uh, lot cleaner than last week, we hope. We won't know until we hear it, but we're working on it. It's getting better. Yeah, it's getting good. Yeah. Um, we're getting a little witty with it. So next up, uh, let's keep it local. Let's just dive into these um, college power rankings, shall we? All right, guys, like we said, power rankings time every Monday unless I go to Vegas and it's going to be on Tuesday. So... Let's go through it. We'll go 10 to 1 here. So Navy staying Navy D1 ACHA 4301. They're staying at 10. They had they didn't change. They didn't drop. They didn't move up. Uh, like we said, big 2 and 0 weekend versus College of New Jersey and Penn State Burks. Kyle. Who do we got at number 9 or boy? Number 9, we got it Alex Gross in the George Mason. They're staying at number 9 again. Uh two big wins. They go above 500, but uh Looking good for them. Four points they needed to get things going after a slow start. A.B., who we got checking in at eight? Number eight, they joined the top ten. Uh, Christopher Newport, uh, D3. Uh, they were previously unranked, uh, so now they are the highest rank of the season at eight. Uh, they are currently standing at six and three. They went one-on-one -on, -one on the weekend. Bingo. And then we got Wahoo Hockey, Virginia Cavaliers, uh, joining the rankings. Uh, one ranked last week. Um, they're coming up. So they were at that Virginia ACCHL. Uh, Virginia Hockey League Invitational. Uh, Friday beat Maryland in overtime 5-4, who was previously ranked in last week's power rankings. Lost to Louisville 3-5 and beat the tournament champion Kentucky Wildcats 7-3. Kyle, who's checking in at number six? We got George Washington with two big wins on the weekend, improving their record to 4-1. and one. Bingo, AB, top five time. All right, number five, we've got Virginia Tech. They were previously at five, so they did not change. They're uh, continuing their pretty successful season so far at 6-2, 0-2. Uh, number four, Salisbury, the national team's clocking in, staying at four. They were four last week. They are 6-2, 0-1. Um, tough loss to you, Pitt Johnstown, 
one goal game. They had a two zero lead, led up three straight. That's the same team that George Mason beat this weekend. Um, and then they beat Rutgers, Camden, eleven to one on Wednesday. Um, be in mind there without their best goal scorer, our boy Luke Sprague, Kyle. Yeah. Let's check out he's with the broken ankle, baby. Let's check out number three. Who we got? We got Stevenson checking out at number three. They were previously number two. Dropped one this weekend, so I didn't take them down a little bit. But uh, they got some big, big games coming up this weekend, looking to bounce back. All right, AB, top two, who we got? Number two, we got Liberty D1. They are at 7-0 on the season, so they are super hot right now, straight fire. Uh, they were previously at rank number three, so they got up one spot at number two uh, for the year so far. Yeah, and then Liberty's D2 team checking in at number one in the Chirp and DMV power rankings. Um Hosted the Liberty Showcase this weekend, won two of three. Only loss was to NC State, who is actually is traveling to Ricerstown this weekend to take on Stevenson. That's a massive game for Stevenson, seeing as that they just gave Liberty their first loss of the season. So there it is, college power rankings. We'll get into some junior hockey news recast, but, ooh, that's a penalty. Yeah, we're currently watching the Caps-Toronto Maple Leafs games. Maple Leafs game, it is Wednesday night. They just tripped. Who is that, Leipzig? Yep. I've liked him a lot. He's been a stud. Chug that vodka down, AB. But yeah, so if we if we do some hooting and hollering and live screaming, uh, we're basically watching this game live. Morgan Riley, their best defenseman in the box. Ooh, see ya. All right, let's take a look at some junior hockey news. The Caps, uh, we're sitting here watching the game, just let up a shorthanded goal. Who the fuck? Who was just standing still? Uh, OV in front of his own net. net. But Leipzig. Oh, oh, not a big deal. Sorry about that. We were watching the Toronto and Cavs game live. So we hear some hollering. That's our bad. So let's get into it first. Um, let's start the USPHL. Potomac Patriots, Kyle, your old squad, 0-2. They had a very good Carolina Junior Hurricanes team. Actually, uh, 0-2 for Premier and 0-2 for Elite. Um, came in there, took care of the Patriots, both divisions, Premier and Elite. Struggling out of the gate, you could say. Um, yeah. The other two teams, Richmond the Whalers, AB, you said Richmond sent their boats out. They were hunting for Whalers. Yep. Uh, so, Premier, 1-1 one one split. Uh, and then the Elite Division two and oh. goes 2-0. and oh. Yeah, for Richmond. So, that Richmond Generals team is in third place with a 10-2 record with 20 points. And that's because there's a Carolina Junior Hurricanes team in front of them that is 12-0. and oh. <laughs> That hasn't lost. So, you figured you would be higher in third place. But, yeah, we can sweep. They've won eight straight. Um, everybody in that league is on a bit of a streak. So you go twelve and zero. Charlotte's ten and ten straight. Richmond eight straight. Hampton, they've dropped three straight. And Potomac, they've dropped six straight. So a little quick USPHL roundup for the weekend. So let's talk about Maryland Black Bears hockey. Our boy, do we? Some are saying there's a chirp in DMV bump oh. for Wilmer Skoog, friend of the program, guest of the pod. BU commit. Superstar Swede. Forward of the month. Slick Mittens. The NAHL Forward of the Month for September. Led all players with 15 points, putting seven behind chicken tenders and picking eight apples along the way, baby. The Black Ooh. Bears went 500 in the month at a 4-4 four and four record. Skoog uh, was a plus eight and in eight games had five multi-point games. So this weekend, though, tough. Uh, like I said, people are saying, not me. That there could be a chirping bump. Others out there, not us. Yeah, I have heard others. This. So, like we said, uh, Johnstown came into Maryland this weekend, came to Piney Orchard. The ba- Black Bears, 1-13 versus a Tomahawks team uh, all-time, even though all-time is pretty much just last season and they're only going in this season. Uh, former DeMatha goalie Andrew Takis um, in the 4-1 loss saved 33 of 37. 
Uh, they go to Jamestown this weekend, but yeah, that that record goes to one and thirteen versus the Johnstown Tomahawks, and Maryland is sitting in sixth place in that East Division at a four and six record. But if you take a look at the standings here, Titans are obviously doubled up on them at sixteen points. Uh, but everything's in reach. I mean, a good a, a weekend sweep ties them with Maine, depending on how Maine does, and they're just a couple points out. Once they hit that double digits, I think they'll be all right and start rolling. So. What do we think? What do we think? So let's get to it. We've taken you through the Chirpin DMV College Hockey. Ooh, God, Aglin. How are you? We've taken you through the Chirpin DMV Top 10 Power Rankings for College. We just did a quick recap on junior hockey. If you want more info on all this stuff, go to ChirpinDMV.com. We write weekly blogs. We preview the games on Fridays. We recap them on Mondays. A lot more detailed player scoring, stuff like that. So before we get to our interview with Master Quise, Mark Quise, my boy, Gonzaga coach, Team of the week. We'll each pick our team of the week. We'll do it every week. Kyle, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start off. Uh, this week I'm going with George Mason. They had two big wins this weekend, and uh, the Smith show pulling it out for them. Like we said, they got off that schneid there on a, yeah. a, a, what, a 2-3-1 and one yeah, record. This team can get rolling. A team that they, wanted uh, to get a couple wins. Big aspirations. A lot of skill on that team. Uh, A.B.? Uh, I'm going with the Richmond Generals. Uh, Rich what? Three out of four. <laughs> Richmond. Rich what? So they Sorry. took three out of four at uh, Hampton Roads. Uh, they were sitting at 10-2 and two on the uh, year. Eight-game win streak. They're looking pretty hot right now. Love it. So I guess my team of the week, I'll stick in the college ranks. I'll go George Washington. Weekend sweep. Like we said, they beat Millersville 4-1. to one. St. Joe's 5-3. to three. They're 4-1 and one on the season, and this is a team last year that only won eight games total. So you start 4-1, and one, you're halfway to last year's wins total at, in a 20-25 game season. You're looking pretty good. So, with all that being said, there's your local hockey. Let's go to Mastaquise and let's talk some caps. All right, we now welcome all my good buddy, Marquise. Marquise Cotton here. We're at Fort DuPont uh, Ice Arena for the, the Kids on Ice charity game. Uh, Marquise strapped up, ready to go play. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Good stuff. So, yeah, Marquise here, Gonzaga alumni, current coach in the Gonzaga program here, and then also played college hockey at Rowan. Yep, correct. Rowan University, yep. Excellent, excellent. So, I guess talk a, talk a little bit first about, uh, since we like to talk about guys that grew up in the area and then went on to play, so kind of growing up. I know me and you played at Bowie together. Uh, actually, that, that, that shit yep. just popped up on Facebook the other day when we won <laughs> our championship <laughs> nine years ago, oh, the U18. Yeah championship but yeah just talk a little bit about growing up here uh, around the area playing youth and then through Gonzaga and then what got you to Rowan um so I mean first of all like you said live in the city grew up in the city um honestly first first inkling of hockey it was coming to Fort DuPont actually for a uh, birthday party when I was like four or five and oddly enough saw Gonzaga playing uh prior to the party starting and uh that was the day I told my mom I was like hey like I want to do that like get me in there she's like all right next year so the second I started playing, um, started at Fort DuPont, loved it, played every other sport in the world, but the one thing that stayed was hockey. Um, it just, you know, marked all the uh, all the things on the checklist, loved it. Um, so playing here was just, you know, amazing. It's a great rink. It's old, but, you know, it's the coldest rink in, this, in the area, but yeah, best yeah, ice. Yeah, I that. Um, I mean, honestly, going to Gonzaga was like a no-brainer, honestly, looking around for high schools, going to public school. Best hockey program um, around, best school for me personally, uh, pretty close. So made the decision to go there, got in, and loved every second of it. Um, played four years there, won a championship there as well. Uh, in that process, met Matt uh, playing over at Bowie. Um, you know, we had each other's backs. It was a good time. 
lot of lot of fights. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that here in a bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then so and then so yeah, you played your four years in Gonzaga. Like I said, won a championship, got through your youth career, and then the next step was did you go straight to juniors after that? Did you take a year off or so, or just go straight to Rowan? Um, yeah, I did a little juniors, and then I went to Bridgeton Academy up in Maine, which is a post grad school. Um, played a year there, then went to uh, Lebanon Valley. Actually, played there for a year, year and a half. Then I transferred out to Rowan. Nice. And then now you're back here with Gonzaga coaching. Um, second year coaching or first year coaching? Second year. Second year coaching. That's yep. right. Uh, how's that? How's uh, explain the difference with that? Because I oh, know it's it's okay. <laughs> a completely different role, and some of those kids are just basically crazy as shit, and they're tough yeah. to deal with all being in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, coming from playing, um, I got back from Germany. And then, you know, put on the coaching hat, and it's it's a lot different. You know, playing is is one thing, and being on the ice, but you know, being on the bench and having to communicate the things that you're seeing and not actually being able to do them, or is a is a is, you know, it's a big task. Um, it's it's not that easy to start to learn how to do, but once you get it, it's a little bit easier. And frustration doesn't go away, yeah. that's for sure. And especially in a program like Gonzaga, where there's just so many good coaches, and you see so many kids coming back. That it will started with Bill Slater, who was just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome coach. Yeah. And now, there's so many guys like you, um, Ford, Sammy, that are all Gonzaga alumni coming back and helping the program out. Yeah. And, yeah, so we're here uh, for DuPont for the Kids on Ice game, which is basically a charity to help out uh, local programs, uh, predominantly African-American programs. Uh, Marquise Cotton, if you don't know, African-American, and that will explain a lot of the reasons we got in fights growing up. Um, let's kind of touch on that subject. Uh, like I said, that U18 year, we dealt with that a good bit. I don't know how many kids I put in headlocks uh, because, <laughs> you know, saying crap they shouldn't be in a racist yeah. term and that shouldn't be in the sport. Um, I grew up, it was you and Christian Ellis. We had two yeah. African-American kids on our team. Uh, we dealt with that a couple times throughout that season, and it's talk about growing up uh, playing ice hockey, which is, you know, not a predominantly African-American sport. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like like you said, it's it was it was tough, especially in that you know that U18 year. Um, I was also one of the youngest kids on the team at 15 that year, um, and you know it was great having that support of your teammates behind you. And I mean, we've been seeing it a lot in the NHL a little bit now, and even in youth hockey around this area, uh, some more instances have happened. So it hasn't gone away. Um, it's something I don't think will go away because you know a lot of people aren't used to seeing it, and it kind of worries them. And a part of it is definitely if you know. For the most part, you don't expect an African-American to probably be good at hockey. You don't. And then when it happens, it, like you said, in U18, when everybody's playing at a high skill level and emotions are running high, it's not squirts where everybody's kind of buddy-buddy. Uh, emotions are running high in U18, and, you know, Marquise comes and hits you. You're going to turn around and say something you maybe shouldn't have. You might regret. You might not. But starts a little shit on the ice, and uh, yeah. we're headlocking kids. We're <laughs> swinging. We're saying, dude, that, that doesn't belong here. Like, yeah at all so yeah that's that's got to be tough did you experience that throughout the college level throughout Bridgeton Academy any of the junior levels or um more so a little little in juniors uh college not at all um it was a lot more of a you know skill based just you know everybody's out there to play the game and have a lot of fun but at the same time that high emotion is still there yeah. but it doesn't but really come at down that, to that level you also hit a point of intelligence yeah. <laughs> where you know <laughs> That everybody's here for a reason. It's not like high school where everybody plays high school hockey, yeah. regardless of skill for the most part. You could have public school teams with kids playing the varsity level that are just starting out if it's a small school. So you get to that higher level, kids are like, all right, we've seen this before, we've been around this. Yeah. And the last thing we'll touch on here is, which is awesome, is that Fort DuPont just uh, signed that contract with the city. Yeah. So now you guys are get to raise the funds and build a second rink. 
Um, what, what is that going to do for this area, um, the Fort DuPont area and the rink, the teams that play out of here? Um, that second sheet and the renovations are going to do do wonders, honestly, for the for the rink, for the programs that, that are here, for the programs that are willing to come here. Um, you know, all the high schools, maybe even include some more high school teams, some more youth teams even in the city. Um, that would be huge for the area just to get those kids into a sport with a high barrier of entry. I mean, hockey's very expensive, I mean, as we all know. And so being able to have these programs is going to be crucial to, you know, at least get the community a little bit more involved and get a lot more kids in the sport around here. Yeah, and being a little bit of a rough area around here, that brings more opportunity for programs, the programs to grow here where you bring in um, kids from around here to keep them out of trouble and just start playing hockey and get a, get that different type of sport. Yep. But, uh, yeah, like I said, Marquise Cotton, my my guy. Like I said, we're celebrating yeah, that, I think, nine-year anniversary. It popped oh up the other God, day on yeah. Facebook of that, that championship run we made. Yeah, uh, now you're beating me for championships. Back in U18. Yeah, I was about to say congrats on Gonzaga for one, uh, keyword one, championship this year <laughs> after I took out Marquise's team a couple weeks back. But, yeah, man, appreciate it. Good hey, stuff. Hey, no problem, man. Congratulations to you on your first, right. man. Appreciate it, bro. All right. Thanks to our boy, Marquise Cotton. Um, get ready because we'll be out at the Purple Puck this year uh, in December. That's the uh, oldest, one of the biggest high school hockey tournaments almost in the country at this point. A lot of good teams come down uh, from the Northeast and everything. So, like we're going to do all season, we're going to split these episodes in half. We'll do local hockey, interview caps, and then next week we'll do caps, interview local hockey. So, we'll switch it up every week. So, it is that time, caps hockey time. Let's first do this because we've got about – shoot three games to go through that we've missed so far let's do our overall thoughts of this team right now um where we sit maybe i think you said you had a couple words to say about a certain player so if you want to go ahead and fire that off let's get at it all right if we want to get into it so everyone everyone knows me as the overreactor i'm gonna overreact Braden fucking holpy mm. on a contract year has not looked great to the start of the season honestly after you know having a couple days to get over, I was at the uh, the Avalanche game mm-hmm. Monday. Oh, uh, three shots on goal, three goals, zero. You asked me to go to that game with you, and I politely said no. Zero percent save percentage. Yeah, for Braden Holpe, fifteenth goalie I think all time for that to happen to. Yeah, so not a great look. To a couple of the goals weren't his fault. I'll give him that. First one, brutal. On the ice, doesn't leave the ice. I know he does have Burkowski in front of him, but it's not like he tips it. It's, it was just a brutal goal. Second goal is pretty bad defensive play. Third goal, the guy shoots from the dot and yeah, scores. Yeah, he spins. There's no screen, and he just pipes it. Yeah. He just goes right past Holby. Ooh, he's, Ron, and that's what we're sitting. He's sitting ooh, ooh. way back in his crease, and he just doesn't play. He's not playing with any confidence, and he's, it's, he's he, but he does this, right? He struggles. Somewhat. He goes through streaks. I mean, granted, he struggled the year we won the cup. Right. This right. bad? I don't know. So currently, one one and two, four point two seven GAA, and an eight forty six save percentage. Um, it's not good. No, no. And, and the last time we struggled, we had the same thing kind of going on. Little controversy with the backup, you know, bringing him well, up this year. Samson off. I think that has a lot we'll, to do with Hopi's we'll head. We're getting some Samson off here a bit too. Spin zone. He's doing this on purpose. Okay, I was so going to bring this up. Pay him. I was going to bring this up. If he has a shit year, little less. Is he throwing his contract season so that we caps. can afford him? And then next year he goes. He starts fifty-two games, wins. I don't know, fifty of them. Yeah. 
with 28 shutouts. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, and we're paying awesome. him. And we're paying him five and a half. We're million paying him six two. Yeah. Let's just be generous because he won us a cup. Yeah. Um, Hopey quote after the locker room after the Avs game says, "I needed to fight harder to find that first one and find the way to make a save on maybe the second. It's unacceptable on my half. These last few games here, I feel like I put a lot of that weight on my shoulders. I need to be better." You think? Yeah. So at least he knows. <laughs> uh, you think? And as we sit here and talk, I mean, the big question was who's really going to start? Kuzi, mini breakaway. But nope. Samsonov is starting this game right now. Um, smart. So it starts. I mean, yeah, I I would agree with it. Um, yeah, I definitely need a win here. So I'm a big <clears throat> proponent of. Is that a word? Is that? Yes. Is that all right, cool. Sounds um, good. I lo- so, I love it. All right, cool. I'm a big proponent of uh, splitting being. Real short with the goalies. I like I like a short leash with the goalies, especially right. when you have a controversy kind of like this. I know sometimes you have to let a goalie get into his groove of this of the season, but again, he's on a contract year. We have this twenty two year old, what we think is a stud. We got to give him his time if he's playing well, and he is playing pretty well. So I think as if whenever Samsonov starts to struggle, go immediately back to Holp. Like yeah, two game losing because Samsonov's not going to string you together wins on a consistent basis in terms of you can't put him in eight of ten games and expect him to win seven of them. I mean, and my at this point, not yet. At this, he point, has looked I fucking think, great, but not yet. I think they should. What Todd Reardon should do, what I would do, is play them almost fifty fifty up until February slash March when it comes to crunch time. Then you start giving Holpe his minutes. In the in the oh crunch my. time, oh, wow. Fuck, dude. and hope he lets up. Throttled right now. Uh, Samson no, Samson off. Off. Oh, it's Samson off. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but that being, that being said, talking yeah, about the just because we get scored on doesn't automatically make it Holby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the two bad. talking about the two goalies though. Down two zero. I mean, that was one of left. the the biggest things I had no worry about coming into the season. I thought bringing off Samson off. Hope he was going to have a good year. I mean, that's not one of the things I had a little. That bit was everybody's about. worry was Samson. Obviously, going to get why waste him up here when if he's not going to get play time. Yeah, but I I didn't think that we'd have this bad of goaltending is what I'm trying to say. That was never a worry. So here's the other thing. It was. I know I just ripped Hopi. Question mark fourth line question mark defense, but right. never, goalie never we're goalie. steady Eddie, but now right. that's our worst. Our defense looks terrible. Oh yeah, because Michael Kempney is hurt. So we're, we're not going to be good. We are not going to be close to good until he comes back. Right, because we're playing with five. Siegenthaler's up there. Lewington um, was there the Lewington, other day. Lewington, yeah. Faye Harvey. Uh, I think he went back down. He did, but he wasn't bad. Um, but Siegenthaler, man, he got throttled the other night too and looked like he got hurt pretty good. But it's, we're not going to be good until Kempney comes back. And our top four can be Kemper Carley, Orly, and Gudis. And I – Or Orly Jensen. And then we have Gudis anchoring the third pair of D, who's played pretty well. Well, they, they Gudis has played well. They switched that. They, oh, it's Orlov Yeah, Gudis. it's Orlov Gudis now. That's why I got confused. But once we get Kemper Car- Carley back, we're, we'll probably jump down to Orly Jensen and then Gudis. I hope not. Um, I'm not a Jensen fan. Uh, I, I haven't I, hated him. Uh, he's last game I was at. He had a couple bad turnovers, and I was I was talking shit about him. And then like two seconds later, he turned the puck over. I was actually going to say scored, but no. we know he hasn't scored no. yet. <laughs> yeah, speaking of turnovers, goddamn Orloff tonight. Yeah, he's looked bad too. But <laughs> on the peeper, Jeez. yeah. I mean, so as much as I just ripped Holpe, anybody needs it's some not, more vodka? It's not all of his fault. Uh, our defenses look terrible, and yeah. we as a whole have not looked good. Great, right? I was about to get there. We have not looked good, and we've—I don't really think we always start the season off that hot. It's not like we, don't. we start off like seven and one every year. No, we really don't. Yeah, we—I want to say we struggled last year. Yep, we struggled last year. I think we struggled. Uh, actually, the year I wish we had a we, stats department to be like the year last year's record in the first ten games was yeah. two eight and whatever. 
Um, but yeah, so we struggled a little bit. I mean, we went about 500 until we got in the, like mid November, then December hit or something. And we, then we started getting That's it going. That's when we started to throttle it up and we hit that, that early winter. Um, so as much, streak. as much as I overreacted, let's not overreact. <laughs> let's wait. And let's, we'll be chilling, let's baby. Start, yeah. Let's start to worry we'll around mid December to January. That's when we can yeah. start worrying. So let's, let's, um, let's check out some of these games since the last time we were on, uh, caps spreads backstrom. Uh, game versus Predators, 900th career game, obviously all with the Capitals. 870-plus uh, points in those 900 games, and I hope he plays 900 more. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because I love him. Uh, Lars Eller opens the scoring with his first of the season, followed by Caps legend Philip Forsberg tying the game at 1-1 at the end of the first. And then the game would pop off, but not in a good way. Caps lead 4-2 after the second. Ovi, two power play goals in that period. Tom Wilson getting his first of the season, shorthanded. Shorty won a ride, especially that man, Rocket. Um, also in that Nashville game, Ovi, those two power play goals, moved ahead, moved ahead of uh, Luke Robitaille for fourth most uh, power play goals in NHL history. So I think he's less than like 30 from the lead. Wow, that's going to be broken. That's not a big deal. Um, Caps would go on to blow this. Uh, Preds score four in the third period, broken up by an Babe, third of the season. Um 6-4 loss, 4-goal, 6-5 loss, you're right. 4-goal third period, 4-2 third period lead. That was blown. Um, hope you start. Uh, and that's the other thing. We've squandered some leads. A lot year. of third period leads. Yep. Uh, Carolina was 2 nothing going into the third. A lot third. of two-goal leads, too. That's yep. what I was going to say. Carolina uh, was 2-0 going into the third. I think we were up on the Stars and we lost to them. Not yep. 100% sure. Uh, yeah, so I don't, they gotta, they got to get something – they got to find a way to win at this point. Yeah, I mean the biggest thing is shots on goal were thirty-eight to twenty-six. Yeah, I mean you got to do way better than that if you're expecting to win. Right. Well, I mean, again, qual- I'm all about quality over quantity, so I, I didn't see a lot of that game. Pucks on net. Pucks on net. Pucks on. Yeah, net, you man. are. Pucks we were on, on the plane. Game. Yeah, we were on the plane. So I, I just kept getting the updates, being like Ovechkin scores. I'm like, fuck, this is sweet. I'm like, me and Brenner sitting there drinking, and AB's asleep, and I'm like, Caps are up four two. I'm gonna wake AB up. Tell him Obi's got two. Yeah. And Tom Wilson has one. Um. Yeah, tough on the drop. Your parents were at that game, weren't they? Yes, Down in Nashville. they were. They were so it was Nashville. awesome as hell. Yep. So that's a loss. Um, Caps, Saturday, rematch with Dallas from, what was it, last Tuesday's loss, overtime loss? Yep. Um, first first win in Dallas, first win in the Big D since 1995. Sheesh. Caps win 4-1, dominating game. Um, bet the shit out of Caps plus one and a half in Vegas and – Cash that in. Thank you. We'll be spending that at Sapphire. Nice. Uh, what? Ooh. But all the big guns for the Caps in this one, boys, as we take a 3 nothing lead, courtesy of Wilson, Carlson, Kuzi. Uh, Kuzi, keep in mind, has a point in every game since coming back from suspension. Yeah, he's looked good. And this is up to that Dallas game. So, Stars would get one back in the third, but OV, like Kyle said in the rundown, put down Dallas with an empty net goal, fourth of the season. Um, we didn't really get to watch that one either. So, <laughs> apologies for no blogs on that one, but, I mean, yeah, biggest thing I saw on, at this game was the Stars were 0 for 6 on the power play. Definitely don't want to take that. That's caps numbers right there. Oh, God. Yeah. So that, that's huge for our PK to kill those off. Yep, yep. We were wow. actually, uh, caps were 2 for 5 in that game on the peeper. Oh, there we go. Wow. Wow. That's good. That's good. So they, the um, power play was working over the weekend, I yeah, guess, against yeah. Predators. Against, Double goals. Yeah. 4-1 win. Samson off start. 16-17. Uh, Stop 16-17, as I should say. After this game... Checking the league leaderboards, Carlson was third in the league in points um, and tied for first in assist. Samsonov, all these stats are usually goalies with a minimum of two games played, was tied for the league league in save percentage with a minimum 
two games played, and um, was the league leader for goals against average. Keely so Samsonov bad. was. Not bad. He, so that's post-Dallas game. That was a big win. Yep. Um, that was a very big win. So what we'll do, we still got another game to look at. Uh, let's do a little Unleash the Fury here. Oh, okay. Uh, who's this getting in a little tuffle here? Jensen in front of that, your boy AB? Yeah, there he is. So let's get into some Leash to Fury. Uh, bust it out. It's Right, here it is. Uh, like I said, one of my favorite segments here. We go through social media after Caps losses. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Uh, we pull out the best comments from the brightest minds DC has to offer behind keyboards. So, Kyle, are we ready? You talking about me? Yes, sir. How the fuck do we always lose an OT? I mean, the guy's got a point, you know. I mean, we've lost like, what, three or four games in OT already? Feels like. Yeah, I mean, uh, we go stars, to OT every single game. Stars was an OT loss. Carolina was an OT loss. Oh, Nashville wasn't. It just felt like one. Nashville was not an OT <laughs> loss. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> not um, but yeah, I mean that's we're not closing games when we have one of the best. I will argue our three on three overtime lineup versus anybody yeah. in the league. A lot of clutch performance. Anybody in, in the lineup. league just can't get it done. I, guess. I mean, yeah, you but... can put out Carlson, Ovi, Backstrom, Oshie, Kuzi, Wilson. I mean, I feel comfortable with literally any Verana. of them. They're all Verana. Exactly, speed, Verana. The the thing is, they're all great with the puck. They're not great without the puck in three on three. I'm gonna put that out there. That's the problem. The too. Russians. They, they, um, that's yeah, why they make, we'll, they make too many stupid passes. I think. Yeah. Um, a thing we I guess will Campany will help with that when he comes back. No doy. Uh, remember last year a lot we would start overtime. Um, with Niskanen, okay. usually on D. And then if we won that draw, he'd hop off real quick and yeah. Backstrom jumps on or whoever yeah. jumps on. So next one, Caps better realize Hopi is a number two goalie and is completely washed up. Sit his hairy ass on the bench. Wow. So I mean, he's I'm gonna hard, beautiful. I just shit on Holpe, but I'm going to hard disagree with him being a number two goalie. As he's been a top five for the last like what four or five years. Del Don dropped the puck tonight. She's a babe. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know the uh, you know the Mystics, Twitter huh? mafia was going to come after Holpe. Oh, City yeah. of Champions. Oh, yeah, District of Champions actually. But my but, mistake. Yeah, Holpe. Uh, he's definitely not a number two goalie. No, he's um, gonna get number one money next yeah. year. He'll be these next two. These next two are good. I tried to find some that weren't Holpe negative. Because 95% were. I bet. This next one's good. It's simply two words. Ovechkin's washed. Oh, okay. This he only has five goals in his first eight games. <laughs> yeah, I love people taking this take. It's been Ovechkin's going on for washed. years. Ovechkin's washed. And he I mean, proves him wrong. Until we start getting um, – I want trade talk, Ovechkin. Ovi, I, I want Ovi trade talk. That was great. Like, a couple of years Ovi ago. I want Ovi trade talk. Couple, um, uh, after we lost, I like, think in 2017. Yeah, do we get rid? Do you get rid of Ovechkin? Yeah, that was that was hilarious. I loved mm-hmm. it. Loved when the Pens fans got in there too. I was just like, Jesus. Here's Christ. another good one. Eller needs to go. Okay. Why? That's just simple enough. I mean, that one's not crazy in terms of what the person typed, but just the fact that they said Eller needs to go. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have him on a sweet ass high? deal. Yeah. Well, what are you watching? We have <laughs> like on- the dude is playing well this season he was fantastic on that second line in the first three games we get koozie back he's definitely one of the strongest literally won the cup literally won the cup literally won a cup and won the first round fantastic on that second line comes back and he's been steady eddie on that third line that third line was complete dog shit in those first few games so koozie got back the fucking tiger um next one (laughs) 
Keep playing Hopi, and y'all going to join the Redskins and being uninvited from the D.C. Sports Barbecue. Oh, man, that's harsh, man. That's harsh, man. We don't want to affiliate with the Redskins. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking no. of the Redskins, dude, so you know how all the teams tweet out, like, congrats to each other, like, when a D.C. team does good? So the Nats, when they won last night, oh, yeah, they're like, Caps was all, were all like, this is us. great, like, fantastic, we love the Nats. Mystics were tweeting at them, and then the Redskins tweet about the Nats, and everybody's like, stay the fuck out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just like, stay out of this. And everybody's like, nope, delete this. Yep. We don't want y'all anywhere near the rest of us yeah, don't nothing touch to us. do with fucking stay out <laughs> um speaking of the caps died so the nats could live let's fucking go hey if we're sacrificing for another dcc tc team i was to win a championship. i was uh live tweeting that game and i kept putting polls up i was like does the caps blow out um potentially Meaning. set up for a either a a fantastic nats night or b just a demoralizing dc night oh jeez. <laughs> Because that was uh, game three of the day, the Avs game. Hey, it, was, it ended um, up being solid. Yeah. Here we go. Let's get back to um, some goalie talk, shall we? Okay. If Hopi starts next game, we riot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking I was on that train. Fire it up <laughs> through the streets of D.C., baby. Well, burn your jerseys. Burn your jerseys. Grab your shit. We're, we're marching down the Clydes. We're marching down the... Uh, Green Turtle, actually, this new sports book. We're marching down to the Capital One Arena in Chinatown, and we're throwing soy sauce all over Did that bitch. Did you see uh, the Clayton Kershaw guy? Uh, he walked down the whole <laughs> section. Letting people run over his Kershaw jersey. Yeah, Good grief, Samson off. Oh, big save. Dude, he is a very active goalie. Yeah, I like I wrote about that. Um, dude, he, look at him. Oh, oh dude, wow. he goes five feet every slide. It's yeah. just like, dude, I, I get you're young and you're crazy, but yeah, you got to settle. That's the book on him. I mean, that's how he got scored on the other night because he tried to chase puck behind the, night, the net and it bounced through his legs. And he was completely ass backwards behind yeah. the net. And they just had a wide oh, yeah. net oh, to shoot that. With that was not great. I was, I was like looking down and I was like, uh, why is our goalie behind the net? Why is he backwards? And now yeah. why is the puck in the back of our net? So you could assume which game this tweet came after, but we should trade Hopi for Grubauer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was all about the Groovy train, baby. <laughs> Groovy did lead us to a nice. Hey, it could save spot. us some cap space. You know what I mean? I mean, legend, Capitals legend, Capital legend. We don't need the legend. We don't need the groom he and do Caps love legend. DC. He loves DC. He's, that's for sure. He's already built in Caps legend. Yep. Last one here. Sad. But at least we got good fights. There was a fight in the bathroom, and a dude knocked another dude's teeth out. There we go, boys. Love good little teeth out. That was a Columbus Day massacre in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, because that was after the Avs game as well. Did you guys see that fight, Lewington? Yeah, beat I like that. Fuck beat, out of beat, him, dude. beat the wheels off. Yeah. Beat the wheels off that yeah, guy. Oh, 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 oh. Lars Eller. God damn, dude. Net, if you could hit the net. Hit the net. Um, Jesus Christ. Maybe so, trade him. Unleash the Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Live tweets during the game. We'll just start Unleashing the Fury. So, there it is, Unleash the Fury. Uh, we love it. So let's get back into it. Caps, Avs, Hopi, three goals, three shots. Gets pulled immediately after that third goal. Sam Sonal. So my boy, the game. my boy, Brandon Baumgartner, he ended up going to the game with me. Right. He wasn't even at the game, and we were down 4 nothing. You lying. I'm not lying. He was not in our seats yet, and we were down 4 nothing. He walked up with like a, with a beer in his hand. He was like, how the fuck are we down 4 nothing already? I was like, dude. It's not looking good. I think we might want to leave. Oh wow! Yeah, like I said, I like I mentioned, I um, politely had to uh, decline the invitation to that game. Not because I knew we were gonna get shit pumped, but oh, oh! that's a rip! Rana, oh! baby! Rana with an absolute clapper. Thirty goal, Rana, the shit. goal scorer. Who passed that, Carlson? Oh, that was a nice apple. Whoever it was. Yeah, it was great. Was cross, cross ice feed for the one T baby top cheddar. 
Dallas what Carlson. A shot. Let's let's break this goal down here. I mean, we're recording live during the game, so who gets going great break in? Go. There we go. Carlson, he takes it, goes patience, to the net. Boom. Oh, did you see? Oh, the, a half clap. Oh, you saw, oh, saw the pass from Carlson. God. He does a little little fake pass to Eller, and then he shoots it across to Vana. That was Vana. See what? Oh, see that little fake. There oh. it is. That was nice. Beautiful. Oh, threw off, threw off the oh dude, yeah, the back Tavares leg jock strap is still in the ice. What is this? Oh, that's right. They moved Ron to the third line. We'll and get to that. another apple for Johnny Carlson. Well, dude, they reared and benched him the, pretty much the entire third period of the Colorado game. The one we're breaking down right now. Yeah. Um, Four-goal hole after the first period. Caps Ave. Caps would make a bit of a comeback. Lars in the Osh Babe. Goals in the second. It's a 4-2. Worst lead in hockey game going into the third. Ovi. Uh, well, Abs would get one, make it 5-2. Ovi gets one late. Pulled, we pulled a goal. It was like three minutes left, I think it was. Yep. Carlson scores with two minutes left to make it a 5-4 game, but offsides. What uh, did you think when you saw that in person? I know it's a little tougher than watching TV. So but. they did not show us any type of angle to like see a definitive overturn, but I kind of assumed that it was going to get reversed based on like – it looked like offsides like right away, and I said as soon as they scored, I was like, they're going to challenge it. Oh, damn. Ovi just missed. Yeah. <laughs> and they they ended up challenging it. It got overturned, but I, I mean, was, if we that's a five four game with like two o two left. Oh, I know, I know. I was hyped. And, I was like, and oh. that was a nice tuck by Johnny C. Yeah, no angle, yeah, oppo side piping in. I mean, we're so good six on five. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, <laughs> our power play sucks nuts, but yeah. we're just so good on six on five. We should start asking teams if we can just send another guy out instead of their guy going to the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it didn't. I knew they were going to challenge it. it. It looked offside from the get-go, but I was just getting pissed off that the stadium wasn't showing any t- any other replay. Other With than the like, big-ass board they got now, yeah, you would it, think. They only showed like one replay. Yeah, I guess they didn't want you fans going nuts. Yeah, it was the worst fucking angle. It was angle. a terrible call, too. Was it? Yes, that's probably why they didn't show it. Oh, okay. Uh, because it was a bad call. Oh, it was clearly uh, offside. In my opinion. Speaking of the scoreboards, look at all well, the no. should have been. Oh, it should have been a goal? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, that's yes, why, yes, yes. Okay. That's why I didn't want you guys going berserk alert. What, Jacob Vrana? No, the screen's a dope view. Well, you can see underneath it. That was the oh, other yeah, thing. it's awesome. <laughs> they they were, oh, like overturned it very, very quickly. So that's why I was like, oh, I had to have been super defensive. Everybody was saying, I mean, it's tough to say, but you had the uh, Colorado eyes in the sky had fucking eagle eyes on for that because that one was within a millimeter of not being offside. Well, I figured why not? Why wouldn't they challenge it? I mean, it gives them a timeout anyway. Right. So, like, basically, like, they get the timeout and the challenge. I mean, they might as well use yeah, it. They might as well take the chance. Yeah, so I, I figured they would challenge it. Um, but like I said, they just – they didn't show any other angles. So I thought I thought it was going to be – I guess it was a bad call, but I definitely thought it was going to be overturned. Yep. Um, so, McKinnon gets the empty net goal, caps lose 6-3. What did you think of finally seeing him in person? Dude, he – is filthy. McKinnon, Rottenen. He had a little um, play along the boards where it didn't turn into a goal or anything, but he's sitting there stick handling like constantly, and he just turns Lars Eller inside out. <laughs> yeah, his hands Trade are him. real. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's just skates with so much power. It was it was fucking awesome to watch him play. It was pretty sweet watching Burakovsky on the other side. I yeah, think he had a two first, assist night. Point, Did he? Did he have a two assist night? Assist. assist on the first. Yeah, the first um, goal and assist on. Well, the first two games leading up to this first. For two games, Boston and Phoenix leading up to this, or Arizona, um, he's had the game-winning goal. Yeah, he's yeah. And what was the one he's versus on fucking Arizona where he spins a guy, gets throttled, oh, yeah. and scores as he's AB getting ripped? Me this goal. He goes sick. bar and in. Um, so, speaking of Burkowski, 
the emotional welcome home video. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. They always do such an awesome job with those. Yeah. I fucking hate watching them. All the but goosebumps. How was it in the stadium? Oh, it was awesome. In the arena. Every, everyone was out. Like, not a not a ba- bad vibe at all. Everybody yeah, loves Bird. Yeah. We talked yeah. our shit. Yeah, we did. I sent some mean tweets that I regret. Maybe. I don't. I don't. Yeah, at the time, I don't. Because I also yeah, put in the tweet. it came through for Alex. Yeah. Every time he'd tweet bad, he'd get a goal. So yeah. it kind of worked out. So he's fucking welcome. It's like an emotional hedge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, was... yeah, I watched that like three times. Um, speaking of watching videos. Oh, so, b- but before you say that, uh, Tom Wilson lined up against him on opening draw. Yeah, and they're awesome. <laughs> they're Tommy just, sticks. Yeah, they were just But that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's these guys are I loved it. bros, man. Yep. I, they bros had the... um. Bros. Yep. The Caps put on the video today. They put out that video today on Twitter and Instagram and all of, like, for the Nats. It was, like, a minute and a half long, and it was, like, this whole theme of you guys were there for us, now we're going to be here for you, and it showed all the Nats coming to the the cup final yeah. and all that shit and yeah, everything I and too. i went down about an hour and a half of youtube wormhole <laughs> of watching like the caps intro video to the playoffs that year when they oh, did yeah. that sweet yeah. in arena video it's like dan, 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 and showed oh. all the guys young as shit and then yeah. growing up yeah. the pregame video because awesome. i was at game three i started crying and it's K- so tight it shows like baby oshi and then yeah. old oshi and it Nis- says like Nis- drafting oh, yeah. carlson yeah Niskin in high school and i was like damn this is awesome yeah and then i started watching like Game five highlight. My little sister was like, are you crying right now? I was like, yeah, that's really emotional. Yeah, that, was, dude, that was me that like was eight years ago. <laughs> Except I'm not good. As good as these guys, I should say. Yeah. Um, Caps news and notes. First thing after that avalanche loss that I noticed was Ron, and like we just said, barely played in that third period. Um, so Tuesday, new lines at practice that we're seeing right now. Um, seems to not be working since it's a 2-1 game at the end of the first. Rana's on the board, though. Rana's talking to smoking out Koken right now. Uh, the Lions were Ovi, Backy, Oshi, uh, Hags, Kuzi, Willie, Rana, Eller, Hathaway, and Leipzig, Stevenson, Panic. So it looks like we brought Stevenson back into that lineup. Um, Ovi, Backy, Stay. I, I mean, the I top two lines were fine, I feel like. I don't love them. That first line was fine. Ovi, Backstrom, and um, Wilson. Osh. No, but Wilson's been playing on that line up until oh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, yeah. Before so. Why, I mean, I thought Ovi, Backy, and Wilson were playing fantastic. Yeah, I did too. I would agree with that. And yeah, I love that line. That's, so here's the other thing. And obviously, overreacting. Fucking hate Todd Reardon. Uh, until he wins cool. us a cup. Now, look. <laughs> uh, uh, so, I don't know what he was thinking with matchups-wise during that Avs game, but he had Kuzi's line matching up against McKinnon's line. I was That Why? was one of the games yeah. I was most excited to watch in terms of line matchups. I was like, who's playing Burke? It looked like for the first five minutes, it was the Burkowski line versus the Burkowski, Kadri, and whoever line um, versus Ovi, yeah. Backstrom, Wilson. Yeah. Which and seemed then, to be the matchup at first. And they had Kuzi, Osh. I mean, I can see putting Osh Kuzi, up there. Kuzi, Vrana Kush, versus McKinnon. Kuzi and Vrana. and Rantanen. Yeah. No, that's the only one playing defense on that line is Oshie. <laughs> yeah, And I'm exactly. not I'm not betting on Oshie one-on-three versus McKinnon, Landeskov, and Rantanen. Yeah, no shit. No, I'm not. No way, dude. That's why I'm I not just... betting him one-on-two versus McKinnon and either of the other two. Like, why are you not putting Backstrom matching him up against McKinnon the entire game? Because I'm not worried about a Kadri, Burakovsky, and whoever. Yeah, Kuzi. Second line. Kuzi handles that line. Kuzi does not handle yeah. McKinnon. Exactly, exactly. So, um, I, thought, I don't. So I, yeah, I thought the matchups were very, very bad. Again, that's a Todd Reardon call. Uh, a lot of, a lot of hate, a lot of overreacting right now. Sorry, um, guys. Anybody so far in early going stand out to either of you? I mean, Vrana to me apparently got benched the other night, but so far he's looked I mean, pretty good. 
Ovi looks good. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's wailing. I mean, it's the same shit. Five Maybe goals, eight games. Five I mean, goal, yeah. five goals, eight games. Yeah. I mean, how can you beat that? Ovi does look great. Koozie, uh, I thought has I mean, looked great. Take kind of take a look so at it line by line. I mean, Ovechkin's been great. Right. Uh, Tonight will be his ninth game. Yeah. Eight, eighth or ninth, yeah. I don't know. So Ovechkin's so been great. Backstrom's tonight, been great. Six for nine. Yeah. Tom was good. playing good. Oh, he's scores tonight. Six for nine. Tom, he's been playing great. Oshie, as always, I think has been a dog. Yeah, he's our been top, fine. Our top line's been great. I guess Vrana's been. Tom. Vrana's been up and down. Started up. I guess went down in that Colorado game because they had to play against McKinnon the whole time. Obviously, that's going to happen to anyone. Um, Kuzi, obviously, point streak since he's been back. Yeah. Uh, looking at that Hello. third line, though, I've seen absolutely nothing out of panic, really. Yeah. Or yeah. my boy Haglund. Haglund's got to get on the Haglund's got to get. Haglund's got to unhitch the trailer. Yep. Yeah. Definitely does. That, that, that was his problem. Like why the Kings didn't like him. He had like four points. Yeah. And halfway through, yeah, he's, he's, and he's getting he's getting chances. He's right. just not bearing them. He's got to yeah. get. Yeah. Um. I mean, looking at that fourth line, then we just brought Stevenson back up. A lot of people, 50 50 on people. They hate Stevenson or they love him. Um, Hathaway had that good fight. I like the way uh, he, I like the way Garrett's been playing. I like him. Yeah, I like Hathaway. Yeah, I like he's got a goal. I like got a Leipzig goal. Too. Uh, Leipzig has been probably Leipzig. my favorite player. Yeah, Leipzig has probably been my favorite so far in the early going. He's, he's had an impact every single game. Yep. Um, not on the score sheet, but has been playing solid hockey. Yep. Penalty killing. Just had an opportunity tonight. He's quick. Quick little guy. Um, so question time. How should the Caps we, – we've, we've been mentioning it, but let's do a little deep dive. Handle – if you're Todd Reardon, which I don't know if you want to be Todd Reardon, how do you handle this Holpe Samson off situation, Kyle? What's your in-depth analysis on how do we go moving forward? I mean – You go 50-50 like A.B. said. Play him every other game if you have to, two games, two games, whatever you got to do. Make one of them prove theirself. Make one of them – Get that number one spot because you can't keep playing with their heads. Like make make them fight for it. Whoever performs, put them in there. Yeah, I agree. Um, you gotta play. You gotta play one goalie until he gets hot. Yeah, then ride um, the hot hand. You gotta yeah, force. You pretty much gotta force one of your goalies to get hot. Yep. And um, I know. I know. I know a lot this of early in the season, you can take a chance with it. Right. <clears throat> Instead of trying to get somebody on rhythm, let them go. That right. well, especially coming up here. I mean. We're we're playing Toronto right now. We got the Rangers on Friday, and then we're on a five game road swing, and this one's going Chicago, Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver on a back to back. Four Edmonton, days off. Edmonton's a wagon right now. Four days off, and then Toronto in Toronto. So yeah, it's just some tough. Games, I mean, looking so. at our November right now, I uh, I think either goalie can separate themselves. I mean, our November alone is Buffalo, Calgary, Florida, Vegas. Arizona, Philly, Montreal, Boston on a back-to-back, Anaheim Rangers, Vancouver, Florida again, Tampa Bay, Detroit on a back-to-back. So that's tough. Yeah, it's... one of these goalies is going to have to break out and cement themselves as our early winter pre-Christmas starting goalie. And as I have said before in this spot in this episode, our defense needs to get it together. Yeah, and not just our back six. Like as a unit, we have not looked great. We, we, I've seen fours running around our own defensive zone chasing the puck a little Does bit. Does anybody know Michael Kempney's doctor? Yeah, we need to get him going. Quick. We need him. I That's, mean, I mean, bare minimum. He's been on the we ice. We need him. He has been. And yeah, we need him. He was Carl supposed to play at the start of the season, and then up. apparently, shit I, went awry again. I do like that they're taking their time with him, so that. Oh yeah, don't rush him back. Right. We don't need him right now. Um, but yeah, John, I mean, John Carlson has looked obviously great. One of the top defenders in the league right now, <laughs> per usual. Um. I mean, Orlov, a couple turnovers tonight, doesn't look great, but I th- I think he's looked fine over the first eight games or whatever. Um, 
who else? Uh, Jensen. I mean, you know my feelings on him. Yeah, Gudis. I thought's been playing. I thought Gudis is steady. Like, yeah, I been think, killing penalties. Rang the post the other night. Like yeah. ding, nobody I, I, answered the door, but I, th- I think Gudis has looked pretty good. Um. So yeah. Uh, let's preview. So tonight, Friday night, Caps Rangers. Rangers are coming into town. This new look Rangers team, Panarin and who? Kako. Kako, baby. So, not a lot of games played. Only 2-1 and one on the season. And got Jacob Truba, too. Three games played, yeah. yeah. Three games played, 2-1 and one on the season. Shabinajad leading the way. Four goals, four assists, eight points in those three games. Panarin and Truba with a 2-2-4. Two, two and four. Kako, three games in, zero apples, one oh, tuck. One it. tuck, that, zero apples. That was a nice tuck. Got it was a nice tuck. He yeah, came flying nice. up the right and yeah. then just beautiful move. I say that we are going to light up Hank. Yeah, um, we're gonna have big scoring. They play Thursday night, Friday night tonight. Do they play tonight? Yes, Friday night. Oh, okay, my bad. This is releasing on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we're speaking in terms of the future here. So they played last night. So they're playing on back to back. Yes, the Rangers are playing on back to back. So they we... played the Devils last night. Yep. And they lost twelve to nothing. Okay. Hughes had six. Yep, we were right. PK had three. Oh, okay. Taylor Hall had the rest. I like it. Yeah, that's, great game. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's exactly know. what happened. What happened? Um, so they lost. They got absolutely dummied last night. Uh, <laughs> Hank is coming in. He didn't start last night. Let's just say it. Say he doesn't start last night, but he's starting tonight versus the Caps. No, that's so he's coming I, in clean. I, I know that's not that it matters, but I was saying, I know that light him up. <clears throat> the team so, in front of him is going to suck. Backstrom's going to have a trick. Let's say yeah, we lose so this Obi. game to the Maple Leafs, hypothetically, the one that happened on Wednesday. Sure, but we're just maybe we're in first intermission. Sure, who knows. Um, what if we lose this game? That's what? Well, well, that's three of four we've dropped? Yes. Coming into New York and are well, we welcoming in New York. W- w- uh, stars. Um, that's right. Stars, Predators, beat the Stars, lost to the Avs, lost to the Leafs. So four that's five. four or five, potentially. Um, the only the only spin zone what is. What the hell do we do? Oh, look at the Mystics on the Zamboni just <laughs> Kill the hanging out with that trophy. The spin zone is we're getting points in these losses sometimes. Sometimes, Sometimes, but I mean, we're staying in that keeps us in the hunt, but that doesn't mean we're playing well as a team. No, we're not. You can't be like, all right, we got a point. So let's look. And, and even Colorado was the only game that kind of got out of hand, but it wasn't ever really out of hand, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? The four, yeah. it was four yeah, nothing. That the, first period was out of hand, but it wasn't. But yeah, they did, they did make a strong comeback. Oh, do we I mean the national game, one goal game? Oh, they got Del the, Don the doing in the starting lineup. That's kind of tight. Hey, that's that's cool, but um, she's doing the. Nice. The power play also, it may have gone two, two for five. Coach? They may have scored two goals in both of those games over the weekend, but I still don't think it has looked good. No, definitely not the break, power plays look break terrible. in as we well. We keep doing the stupid slingshot. And I don't know how you haven't changed it over the past five fucking years. The power play has done the same thing, and it's gradually getting worse and worse and worse. Dude, they, so they did it something. in that Colorado game. Carlson comes up the ice, hits um like the red line, Sees a Colorado guy right behind him when he turns around at our and blue still line. Still makes the pass. And he goes, mask, fuck it. And yeah. just rings it down. Still makes <laughs> like the pass. Like, just throws a sauce. I'm like, what? Backstrom gets the puck, comes up. The same guy just turns around, pokes it off a stick, gets it back deep. Yep. But what, what? Yeah, I don't know. What are we thinking? It doesn't make sense. Because that slingshot usually leads to Backstrom hitting the blue line or Kuzi and just rifling a pass at whoever's standing completely still on the far blue line. Yep. So that just, we're just, there's, when you're. I mean, when you're teaching the power play, you have control break-ins, you have 
dump break-ins, and you have a completely wild, uncontrollable break-in. So our control break-in is obviously when we're carrying the puck, we can stop at the half wall and set up, everybody gets in position. Dude, give it to fucking I mean, Bron and let him fly down the side. Our somewhat controlled it. one, we're wrapping it, Roby's wrapping down the boards, and Backstrom's beating everybody by a mile. But yeah. the shit we're doing now where it's just we're hoping on a deflection to get it in, I mean, two or three break-ins will work, and we're doing one. We're doing the one that's not. Yep. Um, so The other thing is, even when we get in the zone sometimes, I love Backstrom. I've loved him to death. But there is no movement on our power play. Dude, there's none. He does. He holds onto the puck for like five we seconds. We stand he's just looking still. For that pass. Looking, to open up. And we stand not, not there. still. And they make it so easy for the penalty kill. We were watching um, the Colorado power play, and they're just zipping. Oh, fucking, they're moving. Yes. They're all over the one, place. They're one touch switching up top. They're one-touch yep. passing. But we get in. Once we set up, everybody's like, oh, we're good. We're set up. There comes our power play. Backstrom standing still. Ovi standing still. Oshi is not moving from the crease. As much as I love him in that spot, he's just sitting there. In one power play alone for the Colorado Ovi's going. I mean, Oshie's going top of the crease to bottom of the hash marks. It's basically just opening up half half, half cocked for a one-timer. In one single power play for the Colorado Avalanche, I saw McKinnon go from the Oshie spot to the Ovi spot to the Kuzi spot to the Backstrom spot all in one power play. Yeah, you got to have those guys that can do it all. Yeah. We have Ovi in the Ovi spot, and you have Jordan Carlson. I mean, Carlson and we're top, still jamming man. it to him, which – Perfectly fine with me. If we get a power play, we should do nothing but give OV eight one-timers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We shouldn't try to do anything else. If but they those, want to stand in front of it and defend it, fuck them. Those other four need to rotate. Yeah. And, yeah, and Carlson, was that the Colorado game where Carlson had like four straight passes to OV for a one-timer? He just kept putting it in a yeah, bad spot, kept, kept putting it behind him or anything. It's like, dude, put it between his legs. Like, they also have – Jesus they Christ. Have, they have Kale McCarr. Do we need to bring Mike Green back? <laughs> yeah. The GOAT at passing the Ovi on the power play? We would start winning overtime games again. Oh, maybe. But Kale McCarr for the Avalanche, he's playing that Carlson role, but he can play any other role on that power play too. All five, all five of their guys can play on any situation on their power Burkowski play. lights that power play up too. Yeah. So – they gotta figure. They gotta figure out how to move. They need some rotation. I mean, plays. we're not a good power play anymore. We were nope. like thirteen or fourteen we're last year. We're average. We're fucking like <laughs> we can't be better than like eighteen this year. Yeah. Um. So Rangers tonight, Sunday, uh, Chicago. We're heading to Windy City, Windy City to start this five game roadie before we go out to Canada. Um. One, two, and one. Hawks. Kaner, as expected, leading the way. Two, three, and five. Shaw, two goal night. Taylor Knight and Tace in four games has zero tucks. One apple. Jesus. I mean, I I, I didn't look has, I didn't look anything into them in terms of like lines or whatever. But his career has dipped, man. Yeah, it definitely has since those cups. Yeah, I mean, Kane's still putting up fucking a hundred uh, points a year. Oh yeah, yeah he's, I mean, he's leading their team right now. Yeah. He's just every night's a, he's doing Andrew something. Being back Taze, in I mean, Chicago to spin zone for Taze. He does a lot more than just get you points. He's he's yeah the intangibles. He's a captain, captain. The intangibles. He's a captain's captain. Yeah, the intangibles to his game are. One, they got to be one of the best in the in the game in the NHL. I agree. Um, so there it is. Friday and Sunday, or tonight and Sunday, I should say. Um, that's it. That's Caps hockey right now. So we want to talk. Some sounds more frustrating, theory. doesn't it? It sounds awful, but you know what's not frustrating, Kyle? The Washington Nationals. Yes, baby. The Nats head into the World Series. You were at the game. Uh, game yeah. four, the clincher, huh? Great game. Sitting behind last Tom night. Wilson. Yeah, had seats up with my buddy Tom and. Uh, your boy, Geis. Oh, 
I mean, just he's no DC legends. I mean, play. DC legends. I know. I hasn't awesome. played in like two years. Yeah, I asked him how these <laughs> so, were. So yeah, you're sitting behind Geis and yeah, Tommy. Yeah, speaking of Geis though, so Tom Tom, Tommy's sitting there with his girl, right? Just having a good the time. The Canadian volleyball oh, yeah. broad? Yeah, no, yeah. she's great. Doesn't have a drink. Like doesn't he's not didn't eat the whole game. Well, he actually, yeah, he's he not did. eating nachos with those washboard okay. abs. So uh, let's get to Geis. Geis is having chicken fingers. <laughs> Dude was ripping Bud Lights. He was having a good time. Fuck Everybody yeah. was coming up to him. I love it. Well, actually, I like one it, dude, dude was pestering him pretty good. He was like, dude, you talk way too much. <laughs> like, dude, I'm drinking watching the Nats game. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's the cool thing. I follow Geis on Instagram. They were sitting right next to each other just having a good conversation. It was pretty cool, cool to man. see. But Tom did roll out in the seventh. Not cool, Tom. Oh, Stay for the end. Wow. Sheesh. I mean, they Soft. have a game. Guys is going nuts. They, they did have a game the next day. They had to they they had beat, they had had beat a, Toronto. They had a curfew. They had to beat that Toronto seven two, and he scored a hat trick that game. Yeah, I bet so. Austin Matthews went out that night. He's probably doing a lot of blow. Tom, we just beat. They <laughs> beat the Maple Leafs that <laughs> night seven two, and Tom Wilson had a hat trick. Oh, true. Shit. I hope. <laughs> we'll see. Look at how pissed Babcock looks. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Babcock. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, guys, following him on Instagram, dude, he goes like every DC game. Like he goes to Nationals games, yeah, Wizards hurt. games, Cavs games, but just like random, regular season games. He's just there. He probably like, was that's the awesome though. Biggest miss- Mystics fan. He's probably oh he, he his Instagram had like ten different games. He went to Mystics games. He was <laughs> loving them. <laughs> He's just going and then I love it. partying the other night. Um, so we got like what a week off, week and a half, ten days. Not really. Astros yeah, and Yankees um, playing. Game it's a one, one will two be one Tuesday. Who do you think we're playing next week? Astros. Astros. I'm I'm hoping I hope the, the Yankees because we'll cause I, I we'll, think I think we can we can match their bats and Ovi today Ovi today on um, Ovi said Caps or Nats and five when they asked him a series oh, prediction five, Nats and five. said Nats and five Astros I think we go six or seven um better pitching there with Granky and Verlander but they're they're not the Granky and Verlander you would think of they're kind of washed not Verlander. Not well. He's pretty fucking Granky's, good. Yeah. If you gave me eight pitchers, the eight pitchers in this series, I'd probably say Granky's eighth. The, if you if each team's running four well, starters, Granky's yeah, he's one of those guys that has mad uh, anxiety issues and like doesn't do well in front of big crowds. I think. Yeah. Well, when Juan Soto, that's why he didn't want to go to. Yet. When he throws a ball to Soto and he steps out and grabs his nuts uh, and bucks cool, at him, yeah, he's going to be like, he's like just that. probably, he might just walk off the mound it's if he's going to act like that much of a triple Soto B. Soto is an animal, we ha- we're not, dude. We don't know if we're playing the Astros yet, but we can classify Granky as a baby back bitch. Yeah. Yeah, we- yeah just in case. Um, um, yeah. So, but- yeah, next Tuesday then, game one. So, AL won the All-Star game, right? So, we got to go there. Yeah. Is World Series is 2-3-2, two, two, right? You don't go 2-2-1-1-1? Two, two, one, one, one? I believe so. Yeah, that's, I mean, we steal one. At that AL park, wherever it may be, Ooh, yeah. and then we come home I making like that. that a- I hope it's Yankees. We come so home. Bad. We come home making that AL team p- hit with the pitcher for three straight games. Son, give me two, at least two of those games. Who you, you starting game one? Strauss or Scherz? <laughs> Maybe keep it hot and go Sanchez. Sanchez baby, <laughs> yeah, baby, I like that. The hand. Power play caps. <laughs> go uh, Sanchez Corbin and then home. Power play caps. Three start Strauss. I like how they did. I like how they did it. Uh, this series. Sanchez, Sanchez Strauss, Scherzer. No, Sanchez Scherzer, Scherzer Strauss. Strauss. Yeah, because Strauss didn't get a single home game in that Dodgers series. Because then you series. get. Because then you get, Scherz and uh, Strauss like games five and six. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you pitch them earlier. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, you, you go those two first. So you have them five six if need be. Um, or you our, take a chance. They pitch game. F- you maybe go four. like two three with them. No way! No, if, if, they, if they go two, three, they go game six and seven. If six you're running and through the seven, but if you 
if you don't think you need to go six or seven, you have them coming out of the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe you go two, three, one home, one road. You put Max on the road just so we can go out there and be a dog. Yeah. And you let awesome. Strauss come home and just juice the crowd. Yep. And then, like I said, if we go to five, you probably go Scherzer again because I don't think you're throwing Sanchez again if it's a game five because it's either two to two or three one, good or bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it's either three one us or three one them, and it's a must win game. Yep. And then sure if you go to six, you got either one of those guys coming out the bullpen. You got Strasser, Strasburg coming out. Strasser. Strasser. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll keep up on the Nats in the pod here. Howie's Ooh. definitely going to. Howie, the, what do they call him, the truck? Vomit, baby. Dude, yeah, this power truck. play sucks, the man. Truck, the truck, man. But, yeah, right. Trey Turner, he's looked good, too. He's a dog. We'll he talk. went two for two in the first inning. <laughs> dude, that first <laughs> inning was banana land. Just seven oh, runs. Dude, I was we like, were going nuts in the well, crowd. Well, we can't, they came up. We he couldn't threw, even sit down. I, we I mean, Corbin for like had a, what, yeah. nine-pitch, three-out inning? Yeah. yeah. And then we just come up and just smack, smack. We're not a home-run inning team, but we just knocked that goddamn ball around the park. Here's this power play. Let's talk these people to – let's talk the fine people of Chirp and D&B to the power play. Guess what, and then we'll get out of here. Oh, oh, I thought it was a two-on-one. Oh, big save by Samsonov. Play it, play it. Oh, aggressive goalie. Come on, dude. Play the puck. And um, there's a uh, defensive faceoff on a power play. <clears throat> but, yeah, there was, I thought, um, yeah, we don't hit the ball hard, but we're smacking around that park. I like Soto a lot, dude. He's such a beast. Yep. Soto Best Soto. outfielder in Nationals history? Yeah, I think so. Right. Nice. Jason Worth, man. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> valid, valid. He was at the game. He's been at the game. Yeah, he's, he's still the goat. He's still been around. He's games. Yeah, he's still chilling. Who did he walk off back in, what was it, 2012? The Cards. Yeah. Was and that then we blew up the next game. <laughs> Whoops. That was a while well, ago. We swept him this year. Yeah, we're not Sweet. worried. All right, here we go. Wilson up the right side. 30 seconds left. Orlov moves the puck to the blue line. Oh, we slingshot. Oh, what do you know? Who's got it? Backstrom passes it to – Oh, Tom Wilson. It's a turnover at the Tom blue Wilson line. Mitch Marner, Marner is flying up the ice. Oh. And we still fucking do it. We, <laughs> I mean, come on. We're literally commentating. What the fuck? A failed slingshot. <laughs> as we this was dump my, it in. There we this go. That's all you got to do. But they're not winning the race. It's not a controlled dump. We got the Rana puck. gets it, though. We got the puck. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, he didn't score. What? What, <laughs> what happened? We're fucking idiots. Oh, we need video review. Yeah. That just I thought yeah. that was in. Rattled a post. Oh, oh you got to be. Got to dump it in. Fucking just like jumping, dude. I don't know. Come on, get us a whistle here. Here we go. And we're back to even. Because I thought Tom. I thought Tom followed it up pretty good. Even strength here. Oh, oh, nice oh, drive oh, to the oh. net. I like that Chandler. All right, Stanley Cup champion, yep. Chandler Stevenson. Uh, is that Gudas? Yep. Yeah. I don't think they want to hear us commentate this anymore. No, no, but I want to see right. if this goal goes in or not. All right, screw it. All right, guys, there it is, episode 23. Um, best of luck to all the teams Jordan, out there yeah. this weekend. Uh, we only got a couple more weeks till high school gets going. Um, let's go Caps. Let's go local teams, and uh, let's get out of here. All right, boys, we'll see you next week. Have a good one, boys.